Welcome to another episode of the Coal Region Campfire. This is uh, definitely an episode that I was very excited to finally do. It is the Muhammad Ali camp in uh, Deer Lake, PA. So I reached out to uh, Sam Matta, who is the general manager of the uh, camp. Um, as many of you probably already know, Mike Madden, uh, son of the uh, legendary John Madden, uh, purchased the camp. And he is uh, renovating the whole place, and hopefully it's going to be kind of like a, a tourist uh, attraction uh, for sure. But I went down, and uh, Sam took me around the whole place, and all I can say is it's, it's absolutely uh, beautiful as to how he's uh, renovating the whole place. But keep in mind that he is keeping every old aspect of the entire uh, camp. Uh, so it's just being upgraded a little bit, uh, but you definitely don't lose the feel of the old camp. And um, I got to tell you, after I was uh, there for a little bit, I definitely could understand why Muhammad Ali went there. And you definitely got in the mode uh, that you were going to go into a fight. Um, it's actually incredibly peaceful. So if you've never been down there, take a ride down. Can't go on the premise, uh, but just take a ride through. You could see, you know, the old uh, log cabins and everything. And again, before we start, again, exciting. We have a sponsor, uh, as many of you know from last week. Darren J. March is a certified financial planner with Raymond James. He is a Potsdam native, uh, Rotary Little League uh, alum, and he has been advising clients for more than 17 years in Northeastern PA. Uh, he specializes in retirement planning and offers an independent, unbiased approach to investing. Uh, the nice thing about Darren is Raymond James does not offer its own investment products, which allows Darren to be able to structure a plan to fit your needs, not the needs of the firm. And if anyone has a retirement account out there, you know that it's very important. So if you have a 401k or retirement plan from a former job, or if your advisor doesn't answer your call, or if you just want someone to you know, bounce an idea off of uh, about your retirement, give Darren a call. No obligation review, 570-640-8010. My voice cracked a little bit there. Uh, or email him, darren.march at raymondjames.com. And that's D-A-R-R-E-N dot march at raymondjames.com. Raymond James Financial Services, member FINRA, SIPIC, investment advisory services offered through Raymond James Financial Services Advisors Incorporated. Hopefully that sounded very professional. And here we go with uh, Sam Matta from the Muhammad Ali camp. Okay, so we're here with Sam Matta, who at the uh, old Muhammad Ali uh, training camp. Now, what's your official uh, role? They, they call me the manager, Alfredo, but... <laughs> I don't need a title. <laughs> I don't have an ego. A lot of people have egos, so I don't have an ego. So, so what, what's the vision from this camp? And I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with the camp, but what's the vision going forward? Well, the owner is Mike Madden, obviously. Uh, he's the son of the former football coach of the Raiders, who soon will be in Vegas, John Madden, who's also the NFL Monday Night Announcer. But Mike's vision are, is basically he was trying to preserve the – the historical value of the camp. Uh, we're looking at making it a national historical site somewhere down the line. Um, we're we're going to work with the uh, Pennsylvania uh, Historical Society in, in, in Harrisburg, and, and they'll be the, uh, uh, the conduit for us to go uh, to the next level, which would be a historical site nationally. Uh, sometimes you've got to be on uh, – uh, I don't know what the number of years you've got to be – in terms of, of aging, mm -hmm. uh, to be known as a national, even a Pennsylvania historical site. However, since Muhammad Ali was so well known, Alfredo, what they uh, what they're, they're agreeable upon is yes, it should be a historical site, and yes, it should be a national historical site. 
Uh, I've been in conversation with them about a year ago. In fact, Joe Frazier's gym in Philadelphia has applied for historical uh, status. And it, it's, got, it, it's just a matter of the paperwork and, and, and getting the right people to, to talk about it. But Mike wants to maintain the historical value of it. Uh, and he got very upset when Muhammad Ali died on June the 3rd, uh, 2016. Uh, Mike was listening to talk show host out in the California. He lives in, in, in right outside of uh, uh, Oakland, uh, uh, California, in a suburb out there. And Mike's listening to the talk show radio, uh, TV uh, talk show people. Mm -hmm. And they, and they had it all, all, all wrong. Mike was a very, a, a, an aficionado, basically um, uh, following Muhammad Ali's career. And he loved Muhammad Ali. He loved uh, his brashness at the time. And he said, they had this all wrong. He knew they had everything incorrect. When they were describing a fighter, they, had, they basically were describing Mike Tyson. And Mike said, that's not Muhammad Ali. And then or they talk about Frazier. That's not Muhammad Ali. Or they'll talk about Larry Holmes, the background uh, information. Right. So Mike got, gets all fired up and one day decides to Google Muhammad Ali training camp Deer Lake PA. He knew about it because he met Gene Kilroy uh, out in Vegas, uh -huh. and that's where Gene is presently. And, and, and he met uh, Muhammad uh, or, uh, uh, Gene Kilroy out there. And, and Jill Kilroy, he was his former manager, correct? Uh, uh, Gene was, was, was his business manager. Gotcha, okay. And, and, the, and I'll tell you some more as we get go further on here about how he ended up here mm -hmm. because of Gene Kilroy. But, uh, He's a Monterey uh, City boy, right? Monterey City, yes. Yeah. Um, but Gene, uh, uh, or Mike, I should say, uh, Google's... Muhammad Ali training camp. So it's for sale. At first, <laughs> the Look magazine had a, a, an ad in there, $5 million. Mm -hmm. Well, Mike calls up. He, he sees that there's a realtor in Reading, Pennsylvania, has it. And, uh, so he and Mike does real estate himself, correct? Oh, yeah. My, Mike has five uh, Marriott hotels, and he owns a road that's called the Rose in Pleasanton, California. Okay. And uh, so he knows real estate. He knows the values. So she said, the lady on the other end says, yeah, it's for sale. Mike said, uh, I'll give you 500000 And the lady said, well, I'm not sure he'll accept that. He said, well, I'll go as high as 525000 She said, you got a deal. She faxed the information out, and he immediately forwarded money, and uh, that's how it all began. Wow. And, and I met him in the beginning of August. Uh, he came in to take a look at his property. In fact, he said to Matt Millen, who's very close friends sure. with he says, Matt, he calls him up. He said, you're not too far from, from Deer Lake. Yeah, no, no, no. He said, it's a couple of miles. He said, why don't you go up there and take a look at it and tell me what you think of the place. And, and, and Matt wasn't, you know, Matt, Matt's probably too busy at the time. Yeah. And, okay, okay, Mike. But he never made the trip up. So Mike bought it on sight unseen. Now, how did you get hooked up with Mike? Through Gene Kilroy. I'm very close friends with him. When oh. Gene was his uh, business manager, I, uh, you know, I was a cub reporter back in the day at the Shenandoah sure. Evening Hurl. And I, I came down here a couple of times. I, I did one story on, on, on Ollie, and Gene always liked me. You know. Sure. And, and Gene had a way about him with the media. He had a way about him with the right people. I mean, you, you got to realize Gene sat in, in boardrooms with MGM people. Yeah, he's a tough guy. Uh, he's, but he knows right. how to, to, to present himself. He's very close friends with Steve Wynn wow. out in Vegas. Uh, but Gene... 
told Mike, he says, you need someone there that knows the lay of the land, knows the people, and my newspaper background uh, kind of stood out. I was able to, I I met a lot of people, Alfredo, in my career as a writer, and so that's how it all evolved, and and Mike calls me, I was down to Seattle City, and I get a call one Sunday, and he said, Baba, and we we ended up talking, and I said, I'll be up, and we, we got together that week. That was back in August. So now did you guys start construction right now? Now we're looking, we're inside, this is where he trained, right? This is the actual room This is the actual, yeah, the whole gymnasium has been redone. There's it's beautiful. A, we have a ring in here, we have photos, thanks to Gene Kilroy. These photos have never been seen before. Kilroy's photos are unbelievable. Now you see, a, and I know people can't see it, right, right, uh, there's a picture with Ali and, and Elvis Presley. Now the urban legend has, Ali was, or I should say Elvis was here. He was not here. Okay, because I read in a paper that he, he came down and then they went to sing karaoke at a bar. No, nah. <laughs> okay. nah. first off, I wanted let, to believe let, it. Let, let me tell you something. He met Elvis a couple of times, but never, ever was he here. So people, you know, there's, oh, yeah, he was here. He was at an antique store and he was buying yeah. this, and that's not true. And there's another photo here of Muhammad Ali with, with the, uh, uh, the, the Beatles, and it's uh, as, as we walk over here. Oh yeah, you'll I see seeing... it. Now he's with the Beatles. That's in Miami. Okay. And that that's back in the uh, the sixties. Oh, here it is. Okay. And <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, there's the photo with him and the Beatles. Uh, but it, it, again, uh, the, the, these photos are all Gene Kilroy's, and he has them copyrighted. We have other photos where we're gonna just. Keep on switching sure. them out. Ily Nastasi's over there with the, the tennis uh, uh, <clears throat> racket, and, and, and Muhammad Ali's looking like he's hitting, hitting him on the top of the head with it. So uh, now you're getting a lot of local are people donating like local pictures. Well, we've had some people give us some photos, but but these photos are totally. Uh, I mean, they're beautiful. They're, they're absolutely. We've had them blown up. There's a lot of his quotes. Uh, and as we look at this one here, the man who views the world the same at 50 as he did at 20 has wasted 30 years yeah. of his life. So Muhammad was a pretty wise uh, fellow. He was smart. He was, he was no dummy. And I tell people, Alfredo, and I tell, uh, we've had the Schuylkillhaven football team here before they went and played down in Philadelphia uh, in, the, in the first round of the playoffs. And, and uh, there's a great quote here. And every mother and father that has a son or a daughter playing sports, every coach uh, should have this printed or, or placed, I'm sorry, on their, uh, in their gymnasium, in their locker rooms. And it's, it's a very, very profound statement. The fight is won or lost far away from the witnesses, behind the lines, in the gym, and out there on the road long before I danced under those lights. Now, Alfredo, that says to me, most explicitly, that you can't become a, a champion or an athlete without practicing mm-hmm. where nobody is watching. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when we were kids, we'd, we'd end up on the, uh, and I'm from Shenandoah in St. Casimir's uh, uh, basketball court, uh, we'd run up there after school, and you know, we <laughs> took shovels to get the snow off. 
Now, the, 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 I was over in a Catholic school, so we got out a little later than the public school kids because we were, we were bad boys. Right. The, the, the nuns kept us longer. <laughs> we couldn't get up on the court fast enough because they were already there, a lot of guys. And then there was the Jewish synagogue up there. We, we'd, we'd literally clean off the, uh, the, 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 uh, uh, or the uh, uh, basketball area with shovels, Gerard Park. But we were up there playing basketball. I mean, that's how you became yeah, very, course. very good at it. I, 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 I've seen kids, some kids uh, sh uh, are in their driveway. You don't see too many uh, uh, hoops in the driveway uh -huh. today. You know, everybody wants to become a, they think they're going to be, and mom and dad are saying, hey, my son's going to be this or my daughter's right. going to be that. It's but a that's, a, that's a very profound statement. Mm -hmm. Now, how did it, okay, so he's from Louisville, right? Louisville, Kentucky, So yes. how does he end up in Deer Lake, Pennsylvania? I mean, it seems well, crazy. When he was, he was a, a, a light heavyweight in the Olympics. He won the Olympic gold. In Rome, right? In, in, in Rome, right. And um, Angelo Dundee loved him. He seen the quickness. His hands were that fast. But he felt because he had the body of a, he was very tall, that they could make him a heavyweight. Mm -hmm. So they, 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 they started training him. And then he, he was working out in Miami. And if you recall seeing any of the film clips of Ollie, he, he, he's in a hotel and there's Sonny Liston. Mm -hmm. And he starts, I'm the greatest, I'm going to, and, and, and like this is freaking out Sonny Liston. is freaking out the public and the media. Right. I mean, back in the, uh, the, the 60s, you didn't do those things. Uh -huh. You know, you, 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 you kind of, uh, you know, Walk softly yeah. with a big stick, as 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 uh, uh, Teddy Roosevelt once said. Or and and um, but anyway, Ali won that fight there. And after several years goes by, he refuses to go into the service, mm -hmm. as everyone knew. The Supreme Court ruled in his favor. Uh, in back in 1970, Ali gets the license back. And, and he's training again back in Miami, and, and Gene Kilroy says to him, Champ, you're wasting money down here. So his suggestion was, I know a place up in Pennsylvania. He brings him up here. At first, Muhammad didn't want to come here. He came up and looked at it. He's, nah, he said, I don't like it, because there wasn't anything here. There yeah, it was just woods, right? Just, just woods. And, and Gene had a vision. Gene said, listen. We can make this work. So he decides to take him to lunch down at the Country Squire, and on his way down 61, going north towards Pottsville. On the right hand side, there was a, it was called the Detroiter uh, that they made trailers, uh -huh. uh, trailer homes. And he, he looks over there and he said, Look, they make trailer homes to, Mo to Muhammad. And they went into the Country Squire and he's explaining to Muhammad, We can get a, a, a trailer home, put it up on the grounds. And he said, We'll go to Reading and train. And Reading's only. 20 miles down right. the road. And that's how it all started. They started building, they built the gym, they built the Ollie house, they built the kitchen, and, and everything was self-contained here. Now, did he like it here, Ollie? Oh, after, uh, after he settled in, he loved it. He just loved being up here. Covering as a cub reporter, I mean, looking back, you see Muhammad Ali, the, arguably the greatest athlete of all time, I mean, this was the this was the super center of sports in, when he was here, right? Oh, you know. So I mean, did, I, did you guys realize that while it was happening, or was it kind of just like, oh, there's you know, Muhammad Ali? You know, back in the day, you know, like uh, when I was a kid, Hank Aaron was, you know, um, was was one of your idols. Mickey Mantle, you sure. would look at, 
And those guys were accessible. Uh-huh. Muhammad Ali was the most accessible superstar ever. I mean, it's like the equivalent of like LeBron James being the successful. Oh my God, yes. I mean, that's, that's a good way. Of, yeah. that's, a, that's a good analogy. And it's like LeBron James. I mean, Muhammad would, uh, uh, would, would, would come here and, and, and anybody can approach him. Anyone could. Did you, have to, did you have to pay or you just came? No. You no. just came down there was, there, No, there, there, there's a few photos here of the champ. Uh, and he's addressing people over here. You'll see one of the photos. And, and there's a crowd. Um, it, it wasn't overwhelming, but there were crowds that mm-hmm. would come. And people would knock on his door when he wasn't around. And he'd come out and he'd start talking to them. He was that, that's the type of guy he was. My dad used to take my, my mom. They, they both came from Italy. So he would take my mom down here to just check it out. And she didn't understand, uh, uh, she didn't understand English at the time. Uh-huh. And he would bring her into the kitchen, and, and he would always uh, kind of tease her because it came down enough that he, he didn't know them, but he knew them enough to see them. Right. Sure but that was people. that was why Muhammad Ali was. He yeah. was very glib. So I mean, it was just it's just crazy to think a guy of that stature was here in, in Deer Lake in School County, and it's just. I mean, you talk about a superstar. This yeah. he you know, no matter what he did, no matter what, the way he presented himself. And I know a lot of the, the, the war veterans of, of, of the Korea of the Vietnam era, and even the, some of them that were still living from World War II and, and the Korean War, God rest their souls. What what Muhammad, one of his biggest fans, has a Shenandoah connection, and this is how Muhammad Ali gets introduced to Gene Kilroy because Gene was in the service, mm-hmm. and a guy by the name of Mickey Thomas. Mickey Thomas was a boxer, a big man. He broke his hand in a, in a borrow fight, but he was all army. Right. He was supposed to be the, the guy that was going to fight, I believe it were Joe Frazier, to, to be the next Olympian to represent the United States. Mickey Thomas was one heck of a boxer. Muhammad Ali often said to him, Mickey, you should, you should turn pro. But Mickey has three um, uh, medals from Vietnam. Mickey believed what Muhammad Ali, what he stood for. He gave Muhammad Ali his paratrooper boots. Hmm. Here's a guy that was in his last tour of duty. Now, he did three tours of duty in Vietnam. He got shot up and ended up in a hospital for a year trying to recuperate. That, that kind of hurt his potential boxing career. But Mickey, Mickey will tell you, I, I have conversation with him every so on, now and then. He's down in the Tampa Clearwater area, and he said the champ was the best. He said, don't let anybody kid you. He said, I'm a Vietnam veteran. He said, I went through the war. I lost a lot of friends. He said, I made three tours of duty over there. So uh, he, he admired Muhammad Ali for his, his gift and his talents. And you know, got to realize, he went and sat with kings and queens. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Muhammad Ali had a way about him. Mm-hmm. We're walking around here. I mean, could we take a walk around the, is, is there anything else? Done? Like, what was his typical day like here? Well, he was up, uh, uh, Gene Kilroy would wake him at quarter to five in the morning. Okay. And as well as the sparring partners, they had to go out there and And he had a, and he had a full crew here, his wife, kids. Wife, children. He had Aunt Coretta's kitchen uh, where, 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 where they cooked. Now, this, this was a time before internet. I mean, how did these guys keep? occupied up here i mean did they get bored i mean no yeah, no you know because he, he trained would, he would train like i said he'd be out there from five in the morning till six running six thirty come in and he just run this the uh, mountain uh, roads he, here he, he'd go out along 61 and 
and down a uh, down to down the road, and it was a five mile run every day, five miles every day, and he had those big heavy combat boots on, and uh, that that uh, Mickey Thomas gave him. Oh, he'd run in those boots. Yes, huh. yeah, and um, he was he worked at it. I mean, mm-hmm. he worked at it. They they sparred in the ring. Uh, and, and and he lived over in that house. There's a house okay, so over we're looking there. At the, that's where he lived. That's where he lived for a while, and it was soaked with creosote. And he was getting an odor in there, and they had to get him out of there. And they moved him over. There's a chalet here, and then there's the big Ollie house up on the hill. So, uh, but the champ came. His whole family was here. His sparring partners here. Here, Larry Holmes. Larry Holmes was one of his sparring partners. Now, this is a this is a school county rumor. Is it true that uh, the old uh, Schuylkill Haven coach John Davis sparred with him? <laughs> that- I had heard that. I have to ask Gene Kilroy. Was there any local people who, who sparred with him? I, yeah, I believe there were one or two that came down. One guy from Hazleton. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but they did spar. They okay. Did, they did spar. Um, uh, and you don't want to know something, Alfredo. Muhammad Ali. Sparred with you like he was, he was fighting Sonny right. Liston. Oh yeah, he, he yeah. So you weren't he, getting that. He wasn't giving you a little tap here and there. He was pounding you. <laughs> he had to do that in order to get himself ready to fight. Sure. Um, you know the. Uh, I don't know if you've ever worked out on a heavy bag. I've done it a couple of times. And, yeah. and 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 you know, <laughs> a friend of mine, he's deceased now. Uh, <clears throat> we we would spar on his heavy bag. He gave you know two minutes, and he time you. And sat down, and you waited. You know, you got a thirty-second yeah. break, and then you were back up. After about uh, doing that three, four times. Oh my God, you're exhausted. You're very exhausted. Your your arms are dropping, and everything else with the gloves on. And <clears throat> they were only uh, um, six-ounce gloves. And at the time, I believe they were using twelve-ounce gloves. Huh. Okay, could you imagine Alfredo trying to go fifteen rounds? And, and back in the day, the the the, the, the um, uh, everything was was fifteen rounds, right. championship fights. Then they cut it back to twelve. Yeah, and and that's, that's right. It was fifteen back then. Yeah, back then it was that. fifteen rounds, and and they decided to cut it back to to, to twelve, but you know, the champ was uh, uh, very well conditioned, uh, and uh, hey, now, they, I'm sure a lot of people remember the the ABC Wild World of Sports. Oh yeah. I mean, this used to be they used to come up here often, right? Cassell used to. Come oh, up here. Howard Cosell was up here quite often. Uh huh. You know, everybody was here. Uh, now we're all, looking- the, all the national media were here, uh-huh. and in here I'm going to take you into the sure. kitchen area, uh, and this was, and, and everything in here is the way it was back in the day. And in fact, Mike Madden is trying to uh, uh, keep everything the way it was. Who who built these? Was it the Detroiter that built these or not? No, it was a, a company by the name of Miller Brothers from Hamburg. Oh, okay, and. Uh, the, you know, they, they put the whole thing together uh, piece by piece uh, from the starting with the gymnasium. So this whole, whole place was kind of self-contained. I mean, he had a kitchen. Oh, he yeah. had his he had his church here, too, right? He built the chapel. Yeah, he has a, a, a mosque over there, and that's that's still there. We, and that's the original oven and everything? That is the original oven over there. Wow. <clears throat> We're going to get that in working condition as well. Um, and I'll show you some photos that we have from back in the day. And this was Aunt Coretta's kitchen what's uh, her specialty she, she <laughs> grits grits okay and she would chase you out but muhammad's mother first started cooking and then she was getting a little tired and, and so you had this uh, is the table here this is the exact table and wow you, and i'll show you some photos over here <laughs> alfredo um where um, so you'd have his whole crew here at breakfast lunch and dinner. <clears throat> everybody sat here everybody 
and and he welcomed everybody and anybody as you can see here's here's there's yeah, that, that the original there is, there's Aunt Coretta and that that's Muhammad's uh, uh, brother right brother right and here's the kitchen as you see it that's just exactly took, the same it's exactly the same exact right and um, um, oh she made a um, a cookbook cooking for the champ yeah and 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 she had rules about what <laughs> what you did in this in this in her kitchen. She was very strict. I love I love this. It, the business card here says Lana Shabazz, and then Box 184, Orsburg, PA, and then 320 West 125th Street. Well, I used to live right next to her. How about that? Huh. huh. But it's um, uh, once we open it up, and and again, Mike, Mike, uh, we're we're slowly moving, but gracefully. I could see though, as you walk around here why you would get in this kind of like fighting mentality i mean you're in the woods i mean it's just pure focus up here oh yeah i mean and that's why he liked it because there were there were no distractions now, did he go local did he go to local restaurants and stuff or no yeah yeah um there, there is a story and i don't want to get to it was over in myersville and he was in there and he walked in and, and, and the champ had he had two um, um bodyguards I could see somebody trying to pick a fight or well, something. Well, <laughs> first off, your hands are considered lethal. Right, yeah. They're, they're registered and they're lethal. Yeah. You get in a fight, you can be arrested. Sure. For, and he walked in there and, and uh, some guy got up and started to <laughs> carry on and use some foul language. And the champ looked at Gene and his bodyguards and said, let's leave. He didn't make a stink about it. Oh, yeah. I and mean, they called him, a, a, you know, the N-word. And it was just terrible that. You know, back in the day, but there were a lot of people that just, they flocked here. They didn't give a day. Muhammad accepted everybody. Now, here's his original where he lived, his first. He Now, did everyone get their own cabin, or they kind of bunked up? Well, the, the, up there was the bunkhouses. Okay. We're looking up the hill. There were two bunkhouses, and they were for the, uh, the sparring partners. Now, I read, um, I'll actually post it when I, when I post the episode. I wrote a uh, a. a a great article on Sports Illustrated by uh, Gary Smith, and uh, he goes through this whole entourage. Yeah, I mean, he had Boudini here. Who, I mean, his job was pretty much just like a motivator, right? He came up with a lot of the phrases too, right? Well, he's the one that came up full like a butterfly, yeah. sting like a bee. Now, in here, and we're going to replicate everything as you see it. This going to wow. there is there isn't any um, there there isn't any um, light in here. There isn't any heat in here. Uh, the champ, ha there's a great. I mean, this is this is just a, this is a cabin. This is where he slept. Yes. Now so the most famous athlete in the world. This is. Uh, he wanted to live like his ancestors. He said. Wow. And uh, where they didn't have any heat, any any light. Uh, there was a, a water pump over here, like <laughs> you know, and, and a basin. I said to Mike Madden. Yeah, there was a big base in there. Was that his bathroom? or? Uh, uh, no, it wasn't a bathroom. It was, it was just, just a uh, closet. So this is a silly question, but if he had to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, where did, where did he go? He went outside. Oh, okay. uh, there, over next door in the, gotcha. uh, in, the, in the kitchen was a bathroom. I complain and, uh, about walking five feet. <laughs> but um, um, if you talk to my mother, God rest her soul, she had an outhouse to go oh, really? to. Oh, yeah. Before her mother put in, in, the, in, in, in plumbing. Yeah. But here was, like I said, was a basin. There's a hole here, as you can see it. And we're going to... But it was a hand pump. You pump oh. the water into the basin. I said to Mike Madden, into the basin. He said, what's a basin? I said, you California dudes don't know anything. And he's laughing at me. I said, it, 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 it's a sink. They call it a basin back in the day. But there's a great, and I want to tell you this. 
for you, and I know you're very interested in, and maybe some of the, <coughs> the the listeners out there were interested. What you do is Google Cavett Muhammad Ali on YouTube okay. interview, and it's in this cabin. It's fabulous. Oh, Cav okay. I'm going to post that, too. <laughs> yeah. uh, Dick Cavett, Muhammad Ali interview. Dick Cavett was with, uh, was he ABC, NBC? I believe it was NBC. Yeah. But there's the pump. We got the pump. Um, so uh, that's the original pump. Well, no. It's one of, I, 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 it's, I don't, it's not an original. Maybe it is, but I doubt it. It's a huge fireplace. This is a, a big fireplace, yes. Jeez. It's like 10 and, feet long. And, and Muhammad had a bed, and the bed was... He was over 100 years old, 200 years old, he claims, in that interview. Uh -huh. And the bed is a, um, um, it, it, it's with straw and slats, uh, not slats, but straps, I right. should say. And that's how he slept on there. He, and the, the creosote is starting to dissipate. We, we have some, some uh, uh, as you can see, some yeah. of these uh, vents here, and we're sucking out the right. odor. And, and when this was redone, we had to redo the whole floor. The, the Doolittle Construction Company out of Watsontown, they picked up this whole floor and numbered every board. They numbered yeah. every board. And then put it back. Put it back to where it belonged. <laughs> and, um, uh, it, you know, it's a, it's a pretty cool. Uh, That's awesome. I mean, it, just this wood, I mean, like the rail, I mean, are they huge railroad ties? Or, I mean, no, no, they're, they're all. Uh, um, uh, from trees, yeah. The railroad ties. We, we we don't have any railroad ties, but that's what they I mean, they covered it with railroad ties. And when you're going to come in here, we're going to naturally. Well, we will have some lighting um, when you do come by, and uh, we're looking at furniture. We're trying to uh, replicate that. Yeah, we're going to replicate it exactly like it was. Now that fireplace too was here, that big one. Oh yeah, Muhammad Ali spent a lot of time out there. Uh, they, they lit the fireplace up and make hot dogs and, and marshmallows and whatever. So you'd come down here. I mean, how many people would be here in a day? Like just spectators? Spectators? Yeah. Several hundred. Every day? Um, like on the weekends, every, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 people would come from Hazleton, yeah. Wilkes-Barre, Scranton. They would take a ride down because they heard how accessible he was. It's so funny because, I mean, I've taken an interest in this in the last couple of years, but Probably, I didn't really know that this was his camp until I was like 25. And it's just crazy to think that right here in Deer Lake, because it's right, I mean, it's right off the 61 there. It's not, you could drive past it pretty easy. Oh, it's very easy to miss. There, was, there wasn't any sign saying Muhammad Ali's camp. Mm -hmm. Now, who was the most famous person to actually visit here? The Jackson brothers. The, the Jackson, Jackson? The Jackson Five. Wow. They were here. And and Michael Jackson was timid, huh? And and it was really. Did they stay overnight or they just came for the day? They came for the day. Muhammad um, or uh, uh, Michael Jackson was a very timid young man, and Gene tells the story. Um, true story. They they walked in the Jackson Five did, and the, the four brothers jumped in the ring, and and Michael went over to Gene. He said, "I don't like boxing." Gene <laughs> said to him, "Hold on one minute, Mike, Michael." He said, "I'll take care of you." So. He, he did some work, and then he said, come on, you're coming with me. He took a ride down the bottom of the hill, got on 61 and went north. There's a tasty freeze up the road. And he said, come on, I'll take it for an ice cream. They went in and had an ice cream. And he came back, and um, 20 years, 25 years later, Gene's working out in Vegas for Steve Wynn. 
uh, and Michael Jackson shows up and says, I remember you. <laughs> and Gene said, yeah. So he said, I'm going to take you for an ice cream. Oh, so wow. the, and that, that was that's a funny story, true story. Now what what's over there? That's that's a, a chalet. Now what's a chalet? That's like uh, a. That, it, it's just a uh, the, like being at a ski resort. Oh okay. Uh, and he had horses up here, right? And there's horses in the back. There's there's stables back there. There's a stable or two, or it has about three horses, four horses. Ollie had horses, and then he moved them in there for a while, and it's. Um, and, and and then later on, there's the, we call it the Big Ollie House. It's up above there. Uh, we have a caretaker living in there. So uh, the Big Ollie House was much bigger. Um, and how many cabins are on the whole property? We've got eight. Eight. Eight cabins. Uh, have you ever spent we, the night? I've never spent the night. Mike Madden spends the night here every time he comes. He, he'll sleep in one of the cabins? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he stays. Now, uh, is the goal... Down the future, like if, if you know someone comes, they could stay here overnight. Yeah, we're looking at that. We're not sure yet, mm -hmm. Alfredo. We don't, they're like, like Mike's father, John, says to him, Mike, it's great to have a, a dream. He said, But do you have a plan for that dream? And, and he said, No, not yet, Dad. And he said, But now he's starting to get a plan. Mike, Mike's definitely getting a plan. Mike came here with his friends from Pleasanton, California. There were 16, 17, they came here last May. Brought one of the buses. One of, one oh, of the, one of Madden's. Uh... Yeah. Now, now Madden owns five of them. The yeah. father owns five of these buses, and they pulled it in over there, and um, um, he's one of his bus drivers drove it all the way from California, <laughs> and it was really, really. I can see that uh, might have been interesting coming up this hill. Uh, and, and 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 brought them here, and they had the bus here, and then Mike went back uh, with his girlfriend. Uh, she was in. Uh, they flew into um, uh, they flew into Newark, and the bus drove right up here. And then they went went back oh, on the bus on the bus to take her back. And then his buddies from California came here. They went on a golfing expedition. Huh? They were they he loved Schuylkill Country Club. Really? I mean, yeah. tonight a beautiful and, and, course. And 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 Mike's brother was here, Joe, with them. But Joe doesn't golf. But the other sixteen, all sixteen of them played Schuylkill Country Club. And then they ended up at Berkeley down in Reading. Uh, the weather wasn't conducive to golfing, unfortunately. You know, you can see uh, the, the horse stable here. Uh, I, I do have a plan, and sometimes Mike listens to me, and sometimes he doesn't. Uh, hopefully, I'd like to make this a wel welcoming center. Oh, okay. And, and have um, um, comfort facilities, bathrooms naturally. Um, and again, this this has a lot of potential. What? Um, what we're looking at, we're, if, if we do it, uh, you know, when people come, they can come in here and register, and, and hopefully we'll put a um, a little bit of a um, gift shop in, maybe. Oh yeah, it's be nice to have a gift shop. We're gonna, we're looking, we're not sure what we want to do with the chalet yet. So that's where he would come to kind of relax a little bit. Oh yeah, that's yeah, neat. Yeah. Just kind of walk over his little deck there. Yes, yes. It, he stayed in here for a while. And then he moves, like I said, up to the big house up there. But um, there's the there's the mosque over uh -huh. there. We we put new carpeting in. We try to replicate the carpeting that was there. It was orange. We're looking at refurbishing the bathrooms. We're putting new bathrooms in them. So potentially, or down the line, uh, <clears throat> what Mike has a vision in terms of 
uh, corporate America coming in here. Yeah. And, you know, we could sleep roughly uh, about 18 to 22 people. Oh, like one of those uh, team building? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, That's and, a great idea. And, and uh, uh, they have out there, you know, they have uh, uh, party planners, okay? Yeah. So that's that's one of the potential uh usages mike also wants to cater to some underprivileged children yeah absolutely. bring them in and we've got to come up with a uh, some kind of an educational format because just being in the in the gym is not going to do it uh -huh. just walking around the grounds is not going to do it but we've got some some former teachers who can come up with a yeah. course for us and um maybe well, scavenger hunts I'm motivated. I feel like I want to go get a, <laughs> a heavy bag. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we'll have fun with the kids. We'll bring them in. My, Mike's uh, uh, dad's foundation is the, the Madden Foundation. We've got some construction uh, um, uh, plans. Phase two is right now being done. Okay. They just started yesterday with the bunkhouses. We have to put new floors up there. And, huh. and uh, there, there, there's awesome. a lot more to be done down here. Uh, and as we go go along... It's um, it's a work in progress. That's Absolutely. the best way to put it. Well, thank you so much. Well, that was uh, that was great. I definitely I hope that our listeners get the feel of actually being down here. Well, you can see some of the, the the carriage there is still left from the horses. Yeah, <laughs> and that's uh, it's, it's kind of beat up. Right, but, you, but it's it's again it's part it's of the culture. It's just crazy to think well, the most famous, famous athlete. athlete in the world was right here. It is, and well, I thank you, Alfredo. Thank you. No problem. Okay, thanks for taking a listen. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that and really got the feel of the camp. And hopefully it'll be open soon enough so everyone could go down there and check it out. And again, keep telling everybody about the podcast. It's really exciting to hear that more and more people are listening as I, you know, meet some people in town. And if you want to check out our Facebook, I do have some real basic video of the uh, <clears throat> Muhammad Ali camp just to kind of give you a visual feel. But that's it. I'll see you guys next week. And again, if you have any ideas, please write it on our Facebook page and appreciate all the support. Thanks again.